Yesterday we featured the Pennsylvania State Officer Team, and today we're featuring the New York State FFA State Officer Team. Welcome to the Young Farmer Podcast. I'm Chris Torres, and uh, and I did split up these recordings into separate recordings because of their length. Um, of course, we have a link on the episode page for more information on this year's New York State FFA Officer Team. I also have a story on the American Agriculturist website with photo slideshows of every newly elected state officer team in the Northeast and Mid-Atlantic. Check that out when you have a minute. But right now, sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with the New York State FFA State Officer Team. Thanks for listening. I'm here with the 2020-2021 New York State FFA Officer Team. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. All right, so we have six new members of the officer team this year. I'd like to go from officer to officer and just uh, have you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves. We'll start off with Austin Nolly, this year's president. Austin, how are you? I'm good. How are you today? Can you tell me a little bit about yourself, Austin? Yeah, so like you said, I'm Austin Nolly. I'm from the Stockbridge Valley FA chapter, pretty much in the dead center of New York. This year, I'll be a senior at my high school, and as you said, I'm serving as the New York State FA president this year. This year. Hannah Rose Foote. Good morning, Hannah Rose. Good morning. Thank you so much for having us on today. Tell me a little bit about yourself, Triana. Or, excuse me, Hannah Rose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, my name is Hannah Rose Foote. I am serving as the New York State FA secretary this year. And I am from Copal Silverstoneville High School, which is right outside of the Capital Region. Okay, wonderful. And next up, we have Paige Warren, who is this year's treasurer. Paige, good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing good. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Paige? Yeah, of course. Uh, so my name, as you said before, is Paige Warren, and this year I'm serving as New York State FFA Treasurer. Um, I come from the Optilic Valley chapter of FFA, and I'm currently going into my senior year. This year's reporter is Sitlali Hernandez. Good morning, Sitlali. Yep, good morning. As you said, my name is Sitlali Hernandez, and I am serving as the New York State reporter. I'm from New York City, so the Big Apple and my chapter previously was John Bound. What borough are you from? I'm from Queens. Wonderful. And this year's Sentinel is Phil Ray. Good morning. How so are you, Phil? My, my name is Phil Ray, and I hail from the Salem chapter of the FFA, and we reside in Washington County, which is on the eastern part of New York State. And I'm serving as this year's State Sentinel. And in the fall, I will be, well, I guess in less than a month now, I'll be attending SUNY Cobles Guild for ag business. I guess my next question would be, you know, how has it gone so far? It's been one month roughly since all of you were elected to, to the state officer team. How has it gone so far? Um, Austin, did you want to want to go ahead and start off? Uh, yeah, I'll go. So I think it's gone pretty good. It's definitely a bad challenge to get used to using Zoom platforms and platforms like this to conduct our business where we might be in person. But other than that, I think we've learned a lot. I don't know if I can speak for us as a team, but I feel like it's been really eye-opening how an organization like this can uh, transform what they do on a yearly basis to comply with certain regulations and still give their members an experience that benefits them in the long run. How about you, Hannah Rose? How's it, how's it been going so far? Yeah, absolutely. I think, like Austin said, it's been it's definitely been a learning experience. 
I mean, coming into this year, we didn't really have much experience on Zoom or on online learning platforms. So just, you know, we've been getting to know each other over the internet. We haven't had the opportunity to meet in person or visit with our members, but it is an absolutely amazing opportunity to get to be a part of something this unique and just having these brand new educational opportunities to reach out to the membership and just build relationships in a non-traditional way. How's it been going for you, Paige? This has been definitely a different experience for sure. It's not what we thought going into the state officer year uh, because normally it looks a lot different, but it's definitely great to have this opportunity and be able to promote the organization in a different way. Honestly, getting to reach out to more people uh, currently, especially with our social media platforms. How about you, Sid Lally? How's this, how's this uh, month being a state FA officer in this really unusual time? How's it been going so far for you? Yep, and I can speak for the team as this. Um, we have adapted really well um, just to under the circumstances. Again, as um, the many before have mentioned, we aren't able to meet in person, but we have platforms like such as this that we can meet through and we can also engage with the members that way as Paige has said we have our social platforms that we are able to use in order to call um interact with the members as well phil how about you yeah so i mean everybody else said it really well you know being online it's been so so much different so like normally so last week we had a our state officer summit and we were online each night for a couple hours uh, on um, a zoom platform that we were meeting with almost 400 state officers from across the country. And normally that would have been in Washington, D.C. We would have gotten to go to Washington, D.C. for a week. So it's just experiences like that that we're missing out on in person. But I feel like we're still gaining a lot of experience from it being online. Each of you can go ahead and answer this question um, the way you feel like. But, um, you know, what was it like attending a virtual a virtual convention? What, what was that like for you? Uh, Lolly here. Definitely the virtual convention has been just a new thing that members have viewed as well as the officers. For our state officer summit, we were able to join a large group session and then we had a smaller session that we were able to interact with at least 40 to 45 members from all across the state. And it's been a really, it's been, it was really a good experience. Although it was virtual, we did, we were able to learn a lot and I feel like all the um, everything that we had learned for that week we can later use for the rest of our year. Uh, this is Austin. Um, I think uh, having virtual conferences really gives uh, an ability to the conference planners to uh, have some experiences that you might not have in an in-person conference. So for example during the state officer summit um, we had some celebrities come on and uh, give some remarks and I don't think that would have been possible in an in-person conference. So you kind of got to look at it as a pro and cons. Like, yes, we're not in person, but we're getting some experiences that maybe some state officers will never get to have going in to state officer summit. And I don't think uh, Zoom really had a burden on us connecting with a lot of the state officers from around the country. I still feel like uh, we made those connections and those relationships that will benefit us all. This is Hannah Rose. Um, just like Austin was saying, we were with every single state officer from around the country, which has never, ever happened before in the history of the state officer summit. So being virtual, being online allowed each and every state officer from across the entire country 
to have this opportunity, which would have been impossible otherwise. So it was just, it was really great just to be able to experience that with everybody else. That's wonderful. Phil or Paige, would you like to, to say something about your experience? So I knew looking uh, when I was running for state office, like normally you go to Washington, D.C. for state officer summit. And so I definitely was excited for it. So I was a little upset that we didn't get to go to Washington, D.C. because I personally have never been before. Uh, but it was definitely awesome being able to meet with those state officers from across the country. And I personally can say that I have found some really close friends uh, that I'm grateful to have met uh, during that time. How about you, Phil? Yeah, so I have the same sentiment as Paige. Um, you know, I've never been to Washington, D.C. I have family that lives down there, and they come up every year, and they, they say what, you know, a great place it is to live. And I would, I mean, I would have loved to visit there, but I feel like we still had a good experience. And it's not every day that we get to see Dr. Pohl on our computer screen, so because he was at the State <laughs> Officer Summit. You know, normally this year we're in the middle of July. Um, it's going to be hard to believe it's going to be August here in, in a few days. But uh, normally normally this time of year you're probably really planning for the next year. You're really planning your programming for the next year with all the with all the um, uh, the local chapters and all that sort of thing. Um, have you have you sort of do you sort of have an idea how are you going to be setting up your your um, uh, the educational component this year with there's a lot of unknowns in terms of you know when kids are going to go back to school. So have you have you figured that out yet, or, or what your plans are? Uh, this is Austin. So at the end of Staff Officer Summit on our legislative visit day, we kind of talked about uh, what we want to do for this next year regarding in classroom education, and we were really worried that since schools have to deal with COVID-19 precautions, that they might not have as much of a budget to go to extracurriculars or FFA programs. Um, so we've been planning to meet with state legislators to secure some funding for agriculture education and classes that we can continue to do uh, the educational component, <clears throat> no matter what that be. Sit Lolly here. Um, but no, I definitely agree with Austin on that account, how we are trying to get more funding for towards agriculture teachers and just the program in general, just because FFA and agriculture needs to be more of a hands-on learning than through virtual. It'll be really difficult if we have to do it through virtual, but we are we can adapt to it, um, but it is better to have it um, in-person learning in order to just get those technical abilities on um, understood. How has, I know personally, COVID-19 has, has really affected me in many, many ways. I actually know somebody, you know, somebody in my family actually had it. Thank goodness that they, that they got over it. Um, and, uh, you know, I can, we can be here all day talking about how, how the, the pandemic has affected me. And I'm sure we could all be here all day and, and talk about how the pandemic has affected each one of you. But briefly, um, just tell me a little bit about how this whole situation has affected you guys personally. Um, so this is Paige here. So this COVID-19 um, pandemic has definitely affected each one of us in uh, New York FFA or, uh, as a whole. So obviously we didn't get to have our convention in person. We were able to attend Camp Asagachi. Um, we haven't been able to attend the training in person with one another. And a lot of the things that we have planned upcoming in this next year um, are really unknown to us if we'll be able to do them in person or not. And so 
it's hard for us to know and be able to schedule what our life ahead will look like um, with all of these questions happening. But New York FFA um, has been finding ways to keep our FFA members in touch with one another, making sure that they know that um, they're not missing out and that they have ways to connect with one, of, one another. How about outside of FFA? How has it affected you personally, Paige? Uh, personally, it's hard because I'm going my senior year of high school, and I know uh, a couple of my other state officers just finished their, state o- uh, their senior year, so um, I'm sad that it might not be what it normally would look like, and I can't spend the time that with my friends that I've been going to school for 13 years with now. Um, but hopefully everything will turn out okay. I am a little nervous about how college is going to look, but I definitely have high hopes that everything will be okay, though. Uh, this is Austin. Um, for me, I know back in mid-March when a school got canceled and they were supposed to go back in a month that I was really looking forward to going back and getting ready to gear up for the baseball season. And then when it kept getting pushed further and further back, um, realizing that there wasn't going to be a baseball season. It kind of really hit me hard that the reality of the coronavirus hit me then when we weren't going to have our baseball season. And I think going on that, it's still affecting my life today. Whether it not be going to the grocery store with my family because um, you're not supposed to have like one person per household go or um, just attending family gatherings. So both my grandparents are over 70 years old and they're at a high risk and my mom and my aunt both work in hostels so we really didn't get to have family gatherings up until um, the 4th of July. The 4th of July was our first one Um, so it's kind of really affected me personally with getting to see my family and things along those lines. That 4th of July gathering though that was probably really really nice wasn't it? Yeah and that's my grandpa's birthday so we celebrated his birthday on that day too. How about you Phil? Yeah so I was a senior in high school this year and I'm I think it was March 19th, uh, our superintendent of our BOCES district said that we're not going back to school. And so that, that included all of the counties around me. So like, I don't know, like 40 some odd school districts got affected by it. And so I knew I wasn't alone, but I was actually really looking forward to, um, you know, being like, oh man, I get to work on the farm because I live on a dairy farm. We milk dairy cows. So I'm like, oh, I'll get to plant a lot of corn, you know, do some tillage work and everything. But then like, you know, a month later, it started to set in. I'm like, wow, we're not maybe not be going back to school. And so I really started, you know, missing the everyday routine and driving to school, hitting up Stewart's for a coffee on the way in and, uh, you know, seeing all my friends every day. And it's really been, you know, a life changing experience. So everybody else has throughout history has got to have their senior year of high school and got to see all their friends and everything. And I just, you know, I don't want to say, oh, what was me, because there's a lot of seniors that are feeling the same way that I am. You have good taste, Phil, because Stewart's definitely does have very good coffee. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, how about you, Hannah Rose? Yeah, so Phil actually got an entire extra week of school than I did. Our, um, in Cobal Skills, we, I haven't been to school since March 13th, and that was supposed to be opening night of our school musical. Actually, we, uh, we had a whole production of Les Mis that we had been rehearsing for for months and you know that didn't happen and then we were like oh maybe it'll happen next month and maybe the next month and you know we were hoping that it would happen this summer and it's just it's been so you know disappointing to see it get pushed off so much and then inevitably it was it was canceled and 
you know, just, you know, not going back to school has been really tough. Like, I've been sitting next to the same kids in band <laughs> since, since like, the seventh grade. So, and senior choir didn't really happen. And, you know, I didn't get to graduate with all 150 kids in my class. I graduated with about 30 of them. So just to see everything so completely different has been really tough. But I think going into college, you know, we're going to have new experiences and we're going to develop relationships in ways that they've never been made before. And it's just going to be a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I know that's the same for college students every single year, but I think we truly have and a completely different experience than anyone has ever had before. And I am nothing but grateful for that. Okay. Sitlali, did you want to say something about that? No, yeah, definitely. And I feel like I can agree with everyone on here. Um, Emotions have definitely been stirred just because of the whole pandemic and with the school year being cut in half and sports and activities that we weren't able to do. I am a senior this year, so I, was, I wasn't I was able to do my senior activities as I hoped. And since I'm from the city, uh, we, were, we weren't able to graduate um, like everyone else, at least on a football field or something like that. Uh, so we had to do all that virtually. Um, but it, it was it was kind of upsetting not to just, you know, the feeling of walking across the stage and gra- getting the diploma it just it meant a lot to me, especially after four years of hard work, and we weren't able to do that. Um, just like Hannah Rose said, I am grateful that we are able to experience this. It's the first time um, going into college. It isn't going to be the same as many other students, but it's definitely going to be a once-in-a-lifetime experience that we're going to able to have. And personally, um, I am so grateful that everyone in my family has been safe, especially because I am in New York City and it is a hot spot for the pandemic. But everyone that I know is safe and everyone that I know has been dealing with it, um, again, with many jobs, losing their jobs and just being unemployed. Um, So it has affected home really, really much. But um, I'm glad that everyone is being safe and healthy. And that's really the most important thing isn't it you know that everybody's safe and healthy and we're all able to to join in on the conversations so that's 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 great news well triana has joined us hello hi sorry for all the technical difficulties <laughs> now that's okay um Trina, do you want to go ahead and uh, and just uh, you know in 30 seconds just just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, hi. Um, so as I said, um, I'm Triana Virgos Farnan. I am from Penyan, so kind of the Finger Lakes area, and I'm serving this year as the state vice president. I had asked the other officers, um, you know, um, I had asked them about COVID-19 and how has this affected each of them personally. So, did you want to go ahead and? And share how, how experiencing this pandemic has, has affected you personally? Yeah, so kind of as Lolly said, um, seeing the effect it has on some of my peers. Thankfully, unlike Sitlali, um, I'm actually out kind of in the sticks. Um, so I personally haven't really seen a lot of unemployment because work goes on kind of on the farm here because I live on a vineyard. Um, so we're still, we haven't seen the effects quite yet because harvest isn't upon us. So um, we'll definitely see how that affects us, um, you know, financially and such. Um, but as of right now, work goes on. Um, I'm actually thankful enough to have um, the opportunity to work at a veterinary um, clinic. So I've been able to stay active and keep um, a job. But obviously, um, the circumstances elsewhere and for other people who aren't necessarily in a, 
um, you know, an essential business um, have definitely been affected. And as uh, school-wise, you know, thankfully I'm a senior this year, so we were kind of in the end game anyways. But we'll see. We'll see how this affects us next year and where we go afterwards. What was it like attending the virtual convention for you, Triana? It was super great, kind of how they talked about um, being able to see everyone and everyone had an equal opportunity this time and there wasn't that uh, financial like restrictions now that um, we got to all go online and such. Obviously, this kind of shows um, everyone, you know, even in my uh, situation, how, how good the internet is. <laughs> so that definitely affects your experiences, is um, kind of your setup that you got going at home. But it was super awesome to be able to interact with so many different people that normally you wouldn't be able to. Um, you know, Austin, what, what are your, what are your, you're going to have a year here at, as a state officer. What are your plans after, after this year? Uh, yeah, so I'm plan- planning to um, graduate high school at the, the spring of next year, and then I have already gotten accepted into Iowa State University to major in agriculture engineering, so I'll be headed out there um, for four years to get my degree and then probably coming back to New York to start my career. You'll have to visit us at Farm Progress Show, Austin. Um, Farm Progress Show is, is nearby. That's in Ames. Iowa State's in Ames, so you'll have to visit us yep. when that takes place i definitely will okay great um triana what are your what are your plans after after this year after your year of service yeah so i'm actually attending coble skill um in the fall and i hope to um, finish my bachelor program up there for animal science um end game hopefully we'll see i really want to be a large animal vet everyone knows it's super competitive so we'll see where it takes me um kind of the animal science is more of my uh my side of agriculture (laughs) How about you, Hannah Rose? What are your plans after this year of service? So just like Triana, I'm actually, I'm also attending SUNY Cobble Skill in the fall. So my hopes for after this year of service are to um, continue my higher education and then go on to become an agriculture education teacher and be an FFA advisor myself one day. How about you, Paige? What is What are your plans after this year of service? I know where I want to go to college, but it's uh, a little up in the air what I'm going to do about college. So I want to go to Cornell uh, to become an ag- agriculture teacher so I can be an a- uh, FFA advisor as well. But I was supposed to be getting my uh, associate's degree at the end of my high school year from Morrisville in ag business. But because of COVID-19, that might be a little delayed. So I might be attending Morrisville for a semester to finish that up. How about you, Silali? Um, after my year of service, I definitely want to continue just giving back to the organization. I feel like this is just really my hometown. Um, so I definitely just want to assist with the FFA and anything I can do to help. In terms of my career, I am also attending SUNY Cobalt Skill and I'm majoring in animal science. Uh, and later on along the path, I do want to become a USDA inspector or work somewhere for the USDA. Um, so that's my plans right now. Of course, it is subject to change, but I would love for that to be my dream job. And Phil? So I as well hopped on the Cobalt Skill bandwagon. I'm going there for ag business. I'd just like to say I think it's pretty cool that we have the four officers that are going to college this year. We're all attending SUNY Cobalt Skill, so that's kind of neat. But in terms of my career, I'm planning on attending Cobalt Skill for two years and getting my associates, then transferring somewhere to a larger school and getting my bachelor's. What I'm pretty much narrowed it down to Virginia Tech or Purdue University. And while I'm there, I'd really like to go in the ROTC program. And then uh, so I can, you know, pay back those college loans quicker and, you know, also serve my country. 
I suppose. Um, and then after that's all over, I plan on returning to the family farm and uh, taking over the business. That's great to hear. That's great to hear, Phil. Okay, so um, you know, again, you're you, you just started in this year of service, and uh, again, congratulations to each one of you for getting elected. What's the biggest thing that you want to get out of this year's service? Senator Lolly here. Um, my number one thing, it's definitely personal growth um, in terms of whether it be communication skills or just my having a stronger mindset. But I definitely want to grow personally, and I feel like I've been in SFA for four years now, and it has definitely helped me grow. Um, but again, I do want to grow um, on a bigger platform. My number two is definitely just motivating members uh, as they motivated me when I saw officers on the stage. I want to um, help motivate those kids in the back of the classroom that are too shy to raise their hands and just really um, break them out of their shells and be um, someone take take the risk when it has to be done and just really shine through when it, the opportunity has been given to them. How about you, Paige? Uh, yeah, so what Lolly said are definitely things that I also aspire to uh, have throughout this year. Personal growth is like a huge thing. Um, I know that when I started, I was the shy kid that didn't want to talk to anybody, but uh, here I am now. Um, but definitely, like uh, so I said, the motivating uh, members. Uh, I remember when I was younger watching the state officers or the national officers and thinking, wow, like, that's what I want to do. So I want to be able to, to like, impact a member to step up and uh, take a leadership role and um, be like, oh, my God, I want to be like them one day. That's great. How about you, Triana? Yeah, so to kind of go off, I definitely agree with both Paige and Sit Lolly, but I also um, have been blessed to have been kind of the first state officer for my area um, in a while. So I'd really like to bring a lot more agricultural education to my area, even though I come from a super agriculturally based um, area. Uh, we don't have a lot of FFA programs and a lot of agricultural education, and I think that's something um, that now having this position that can help me uh, push agricultural education to these schools that um, definitely have a use for it because there's so many job opportunities out there that a lot of students aren't aware of um, and they're also not trained in. So I hope to do that. How about Phil? What would you like to get out of this year's service? Yeah, so I know every state officer like ever says they, they want to give back to the organization that you know has fostered them for the past four or six years. Six years in my case, I've been in FFA since the seventh grade. So we're lucky enough to have a junior high chapter in Salem. And uh, it's just something that's been a huge part of my life. Both of my parents were in FFA when they were younger, um, you know, attended state and national conventions and all that. Um, and I really enjoyed doing the same thing. So I've been to Indianapolis twice for national convention and, um, you know, across New York State for various different conventions and events and everything. And I just like to be, you know, the state officer that's at those events, you know, being, you know, oh, you know, you guys can do this and, you know, all like positive and happy all the time because that's what you see state officers doing and it really affects the members in large ways. Hannah Rose? Like Triana said, I like she she was one of the first state officer in her area in a really long time and I'm in the exact same boat. The last state officer from Cobleskill serves like over two decades ago. So it's really it's really great to have this opportunity for for my community. And I think I would just like to like in my community specifically, I would like to bring back a lot of what I've learned in my in my year of service and opportunities and just bring that back to them, whether it's starting a junior high chapter or, you know, promoting kids to leadership roles and teaching them or in telling them that, you know, they absolutely can 
put their mind, they can absolutely do it if they put their mind to it and serve as a chapter officer or plan that event if they want to. And when I, when I chose to run for state office, I think one of my, one of my biggest goals was to help promote diversity within the organization. I joined FFA as a freshman in high school, so about three and a half, four years ago now, and I hadn't seen an officer that was a person of color until a few years into my FFA journey. So I think I just wanted to, I want to be that role model for the little brown and black girls and show them that, you know, they can step up in FFA as well. And it doesn't have to, you know, they can do whatever everyone else is doing as well if if that's what they choose to do. Last but not least, Austin, what would you like to get out of this year's service? Uh, I think kind of going off what Sulali and Paige said, um, definitely personal growth, and I think this year is really going to enable us to do that, um, having to adapt to this COVID-19 pandemic and learning how to do things a little differently, I think will all benefit us greatly in the long run. Um, but going off of that, also giving FA members the experience um, they know they'll get, um, whether that be doing workshops online like me, Paige, and Hannah Rose just did last week, or reaching out to social media to our members that way. Um, I just want to give the members an experience uh, that they will never forget because this is a year that will not go down um, lightly in history. What's it going to be like when you guys actually get to meet each other in person? Um, This is Hannah Rose. So I know for the few of us that are going to Cobleskill, I think it'll be a little crazy because right now it looks like we're all going to be living together. (laughs) So we're going to have gone gone from like not having met at all in person to living with each other but I think it'll be I think it'll be so much fun and just you know it's going to be so crazy to you know get to live with the people that are going to be like your best friends through this next year of service so I think it's going to be pretty great. Uh, This is Paige here so um, I actually uh, served on a district president team uh, last year with Triana and Sit Lolly, and uh, I also know Austin because we live really close to each other, so <laughs> we uh, we could get ice cream sometimes. But um, being together as a team as a whole, it's definitely going to be a whole different um, thing. I think it's just going to be like so mind blowing. Like we know each other like through a per- computer screen, but like getting to interact with them like on a more personal level will definitely be super beneficial. And I know we're all excited for that day to come. So I think kind of to go off what Paige um, said, well, I also feel like it's going to be a little bit like a awkward like Tinder date that like we're not sure. We, we have this, like, persona of each of us and kind of our team dynamic, but we're not quite sure how or where we're going to fit in quite yet. But, yeah, it'll definitely be an interesting an interesting day. Um, this is Austin. Kind of going off what Paige said. Um, yeah, I've known Paige for a couple years now. And then um, I know Hannah Rose and Phil through going um, to national convention with them on the same bus. So I feel like it it's going to be kind of awkward trying to um, – like kind of get over what we think of each other on a computer screen compared to what we actually are in person. Um, but I think it will be very interesting when we get to meet each other for the first time. Sit Lolly here. I definitely do believe that there will be tears of joy um, from at least one or two people on the officer team. I know that I will cry tears of joy. Um, but definitely excitement will be in the air. And as for the members, when we are able to gather all of us, it's definitely going to be an exciting 
and fun day and adventure just waiting to happen. Um, so I'm hoping that by next year we be able to drive as well. We're looking forward to that day. Phil, did you want to say something? Uh, they all said it pretty well, I think. I think that's I think that sums it up. Okay, well, guys, thank you very much for joining me. You're you. This is a historic year for 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 you guys and for all of us. And I wish you nothing but luck. I hope everything goes well for you, and and you'll have your your in person reunion soon. So thank you all for joining me today on the on the uh, on the podcast. Thank you very much for having us. And thanks to Derek Hill, the state advisor for the New York State FFA State Officer Team. They were really enjoyable to talk to. And uh, good luck to them in their year of service. And uh, hopefully this year turns out to be a memorable one for them in the face of COVID-19. My name is Chris Torres. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next time.